And he told the Lord, unless your presence goes with me, I cannot go. Without the presence of the Lord, we cannot make a move. Before you do anything, ask the Lord for his presence to go before you, to go with you, to go behind you, to go above you, to go within you. We need the presence of the Lord in our lives. Every part of our life needs the presence of God. Jesus, we ask for your presence right now, Lord. We need your presence, Lord. This moment, we need your presence, Lord, to fill our hearts as we lift your name, Lord. Bring your presence down, Father. Jesus, we need your presence more than anything, Lord. Without your presence, Lord, we cannot go anywhere, Jesus. Without your guidance, we cannot turn, Lord. Without your presence, Lord, we cannot move, Jesus. We need your presence, Lord. We need your presence, Lord. Move in us, Lord. Ask the Lord. Move in me, O precious Lord. Move in me, O precious Lord. Move in me, O precious Lord. One more time. We need the move of the Lord. Hallelujah. We need the move of the Spirit of God. Lord, take over us, Lord. Take over us, Father. Oh, Holy Spirit, come, Lord. Move in us, Jesus. Without you moving in us, Lord, we will be lifeless, Lord. We need your move. We need you to touch us, Lord. Touch us, Lord. Touch us, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord, for your move in our midst, Lord. We praise you, Lord, for your moving on this, Jesus. We praise you, Lord, for your presence, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for moving on this, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We magnify your holy name. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. For the Lord our God is holy. He is mighty to save, mighty to deliver. Mighty to heal. Hallelujah. We lift your name. Who is like unto the Lord? Who is like unto the Lord? We praise you, Jesus. There is no one like you. We look to your cross, O oh God. We look to your cross, O oh God. We look to your cross, O oh oh Jesus. From your cross comes your grace, Lord. Your power, Lord. We need your power. Your power. Oh, Lord. May your power descend upon us, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we praise you, Lord, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Oh, God is moving one more time, God is moving one more time, God is moving one more time on the To fulfill his precious word, every promise I have heard, God is moving one more time on the earth. Hallelujah. God is moving on the earth. But without you coming to him and asking him, Lord, move in me, you will miss it. Ask the Lord, move in me, Lord. Move in me, O oh precious Lord. When the water is stirred up, you need to jump in. Only if you jump in, you will receive what God is doing in our midst. Oh, Jesus, when the water is stirred, oh, hallelujah, the river of God, you must jump in. The Lord is moving. 
moving? Are you moving? Are you moving? Are you involved in what God is doing? Oh, Jesus, we want your touch, Lord. We want to be a part of what you're doing, Lord. Oh, Jesus, move in me, oh, precious Lord. Move in me, oh, precious Lord. Move in me, oh, precious Lord. One more time. Ask the Lord. Oh, to fulfill your precious word. Every promise I have heard. Lord, move in me, oh, precious Lord. One more. One more time, Lord. Hallelujah. One more time. Yes, Lord. Move in me, oh precious Lord. Move in me, oh precious Lord. Move in me, oh precious Lord Jesus. One more time, we need your touch, Lord, to fulfill your precious word.
Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Holy Spirit. We are in need of you, Lord. We
baptize us with your fire, O Lord. We am in need of you, Lord. Baptize us with your fire, O Looking at your holy face 
up your holy name, looking at your holy face, King of heaven, in your presence, in your presence, in your presence, in your
be a stranger to your presence, oh God. I don't want to be a stranger to your presence, oh God. Hallelujah. Hide me in your hand. Hide me in your hand. Hide me in the palm, yes, at your hand. Oh, Jesus,
Jesus did 2,000 years ago, he's still doing it. Amen. Hallelujah. If Jesus has set you free from depression, if Jesus has set you free from anxiety, if Jesus has set you free from any kind of illness, chronic illness, that the doctor says it's never going to go away, open your mouth and give a praise. Hallelujah. Give a praise. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you for every incurable disease that Jesus healed you from. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. 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 By your death I gain life. By your stripes I am healed. You took my place on Calvary and you paid the penalty on the cross me, Jesus. Lord, you set me free from the power of darkness. Thank you, Jesus. By your death, I gave life. By your stripes, I am here.
Hallelujah. God has set you free. Hallelujah. How many of you have been set free? Oh, from everything that was binding you. Praise them. Hallelujah. Praise them. Tell the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the cross. You set me free. Never to be bound. Never to be bound. Hallelujah. Never to be bound by sin. Never to be bound by sickness. Hallelujah. me. You die on me.
as a dry ground, a barren ground, without any hope. We were once upon a time. Jesus came, hallelujah. He saw us where we were, hallelujah. He looked beyond my form and saw my need. Thank you, Jesus. He looked beyond my fault and saw my need. You can never find a love like the love of Jesus. Hallelujah. He looked beyond
He went through unbearable pain, unimaginable persecution. Just for us, just for you. Hallelujah. That is why many of you here enjoy the healing. I've enjoyed his healing. Instead of us dying with incurable diseases, we are here with many testimonies of how Jesus has healed us. Hallelujah. When many people have died, they're in the grave with many diseases from drug overdose, from sexually transmitted diseases. It is the grace of God that covered many of you. Even when you didn't know Jesus, many of you attempted suicide many times. But God kept you. Many times you wondered why you didn't die and now you know why. Hallelujah. Just for me to die and carry Just when you didn't know what real grace was when you didn't know what Christ did for you when you didn't know that to every place you went to the eyes of the Lord went there the hands of the Lord went there protecting you even when you didn't know even when you didn't care he said I know you I called you by your name I'm not going to let you die. Hallelujah. And he came. Hallelujah. The good shepherd, he left the 99 and he went after that one. That is the love of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I wonder what he saw in me to suffer such deep agony. Oh, the love that taught me
Christ died for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Him for what Christ has done for you on the cross. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. From the depths of my heart, I praise you, Lord. From the depths of our heart, we praise you, Lord. Tell the Lord, hallelujah. I magnify you, Lord, with everything that is within me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Work in the hearts of your people, Lord. Draw them closer to the cross of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Draw them closer to the cross of Jesus Christ. May they experience true love even more at a deeper level, Father. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, we praise you. Just take a few moments and meditate on the suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why he suffered? Why did he have to? Hallelujah. Even when you didn't care, why did he have to? That's called love. Hallelujah. True love. True love. Jesus said, let suffer someone. Hallelujah. Who's not worthy of that love. Having received that love, it is our duty, our privilege to show him how much we love him. Hallelujah. 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 The Prince of Glory, he died. What we would not do for our enemies, Jesus did for us. While we were his enemies, he came and he died for us. Hallelujah. Thank him from the bottom of your heart. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. What is keeping you from fully surrendering to the Lord Jesus Christ will keep you from the gates of splendor. Hallelujah. Lay aside everything that would keep you from the King of Kings. Hallelujah. Praise you. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The one who sees the end from the beginning. Hallelujah. He knows your times and seasons. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's marked out my steps for me. Hallelujah. When we're in the will of God. Nothing will go wrong. He fills us with his joy, overflowing joy. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for the joy that you've given us. Thank you for the peace that you've given us. Hallelujah. Take a few moments in the presence of the Lord. And thank him for the genuine joy, genuine peace that God has flooded us with. Hallelujah. Praise him. He replaced our fear with his joy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. He died to set us free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Meditate on the suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever area you need freedom from from sin. Whatever area you need freedom from. Generational curse. Whatever area you may need freedom from. Any kind of disorder. 
The Lord of glory is here right now. Hallelujah. Only one thing God is looking for is a sincere heart. If you have a sincere heart, He can take you the way you are. And God will say, I'm going to do something glorious with your life. Hallelujah. And we don't have to waste away like many people are wasting away in the grave. We have a purpose. Hallelujah. God has a purpose. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He brought us out of the miry clay. He has set our feet on the rock. Hallelujah. Therefore, we rejoice in Him. Hallelujah. Therefore, we rejoice in Him. Hallelujah. There is a reason. Hallelujah. There is a reason. Hallelujah. The reason is, oh, He delivered me from the hands of the enemy. The snares of the fowler. Hallelujah. My soul escapes like a bird out of the snare of the fowler. My soul escapes like a bird out of the snare of the fowler. My soul escapes like a bird out of the snare of the fowler. My soul escapes. Thank you, Jesus. 
It's time for us to thank Him in the bottom of our hearts. Hallelujah. If Christ delivered you from the snares of death, open your mouth and praise Him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for delivering us from death. Hallelujah. Delivering us from death. Hallelujah. Delivering us from death. Hallelujah. Putting a new song in our mouth, oh Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, taking away our tears. Hallelujah. And replacing us with tears of joy. Hallelujah. We have a genuine reason to rejoice. Hallelujah. A genuine reason to shout. Hallelujah. A genuine reason to glorify the Savior. Hallelujah. We praise you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, man of Calvary. He won my heart from me. Oh, he died to set me free. Thank you, Jesus.
genuinely we can shout and rejoice because of what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. We thank you, Holy Spirit. From the blood of Jesus, what Jesus did on the cross, we have healing. We have forgiveness. We have freedom. Hallelujah. He not only forgives us of our sins, but he gives us power to overcome sin, every sin. Hallelujah. He heals all our diseases. Hallelujah. Every disease, every sickness. Hallelujah. Every joint pain. Hallelujah. Every problem you have with the mobility. Jesus Christ is here to set you free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. There's someone here that the Spirit of the Lord is showing me at this hour. Did you have a problem, great difficulty moving around, mobility? You have such pain because of joint pain. You're having a hard time moving around, especially in your hip area, God is showing. The Lord says He's touching you right now. Receive your healing at this hour. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against every form of hip pain, joint pain. It is restricting the movement of whoever it is. I ask you that you will release them right now in Jesus' name from this very sickness that is binding them, keeping them in pain. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I break them free from this bondage of Satan in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Praise you. God is also showing me that there is someone who is suffering from pressure in your eyes. The pain in your eyes is more like pressure, pressing in. That's what God is showing me right now. If you have pain, which is pressure, more pressure, pushing in the inward direction. That's what the Holy Spirit is showing me. If that is you, Jesus wants to touch you right now. There's some problem with the blood flow to your eyes. God is showing me. And God wants to fix that problem. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whoever is having this problem with your eyes, feeling this pressure in their eyes, I come against this disorder in Jesus' name. And I curse it in Jesus' name. And I release your healing virtue to go into their eyes right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And I set them free from this affliction of the enemy in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you've done on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You are higher than any sickness. You are higher than any problem. And we give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There's someone here. God says God is going to do a monetary financial miracle this month. You're going to be testifying. Just like how multiply the five loaves and two fish, God is going to do something this month. This month. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And I come against every demonic spirit that's hindering your people from moving forward. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Every demonic spirit of death and poverty in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I curse you in Jesus' name. And I remove you from the life of God's people right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God is so real. He is so real. Hallelujah. 
You've experienced him before, you will experience him again. Hallelujah. We're going to sing this one more song as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to focus on Jesus Christ and who he is to you and what he can do for you and how you will live for him. I got a stable, I got a stable. 
His love has not changed. His compassion has not changed. Hallelujah. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. All those who look to Him, their faces became radiant. All those who look to Him, all, hallelujah. All, not some, all. All those who look to Him, all their faces became radiant. Hallelujah. All those who look to Him, they were never put to shame. Hallelujah. They were never put to shame. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Those who trust in Him will never be put to shame. Hallelujah. If you trust God Almighty, you will never be put to shame. Hallelujah. Just take a few moments and thank the Lord for God's marvelous leading, His provision, His power, that God graciously showed to us in the month of January. Hallelujah. God has brought us into the last day of this first month in this new year. Just raise your voice and thank Him. Hallelujah. God did so many miracles. Hallelujah. God did so many miracles in this month of January. Hallelujah. He led us. He led us. He so faithfully fed us. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. He turned our darkness into light before us. Hallelujah. He made all the rough places smooth. Hallelujah. Oh, and He was so loving to us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He healed us of all our diseases. He forgave us of all our sins. Hallelujah. He was our provider. He was a Jehovah, Jireh, all through the month of January. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. How many of you experienced God's divine provision in this month of January? Praise Him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So many miracles. God did so many miracles in the month of January. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Many, many, many times, God, again and again and again, spoke to you in the month of January. How many of you heard the Lord speak to you this month of January? Praise Him. Hallelujah. Our living God, we praise you. Hallelujah. The God who speaks. Hallelujah. You're the God who speaks. Hallelujah. You're the God who speaks. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you felt the tangible touch of God in the month of January? Hallelujah. Tangible love of God in the month of January. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He never sent away empty. He always sent us with overflowing goodness. Hallelujah. All through the month of January, He was good to us. Hallelujah. We thank you, Heavenly Father. As we go into the month of February, go with this understanding. What God did for you in the month of January, God is going to exceed that in the month of February. He is our faithful God. Hallelujah. He is our faithful God. Hallelujah. Though the mountains be displaced, the hills be removed, though the earth may quake, but for the people of God, there is this resting place. Hallelujah. And the resting place is called the place of abundance. Hallelujah. Abundance. Hallelujah. With his mighty arm, strong and mighty arm, he will provide for his people. With his strong and mighty arm, he will protect his people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will hide us in his pavilion. Hallelujah. Keep us close to him. Hallelujah. All through the month of February, the Spirit of the Almighty God will lead you step by step. God is showing me that God is going to do a work of wonder in the lives of several people here. 
and God showing me that in stages in increments God is going to increase you financially this year God is going to increase you in increments financially this year hallelujah each and every month you're going to see the hand of God move on your behalf if you are loyal towards him thank you jesus but there's no want to those who fear him hallelujah the young lions who lack and suffer hunger but they that seek the lord will not want any good thing thank you jesus and the lord says your barns shall be filled with plenty and your vats shall overflow with new wine if you would put the lord first in the month of february if you're intentional in your relationship with jesus christ god will be intentional in blessing you god has done so much already he's going to do even much more hallelujah thank you heavenly father listen to the voice of the holy spirit he's the same yesterday today and forever marvelous are his works hallelujah that's just the lord of hosts the god of israel the god of jacob my people shall never be put to shame hallelujah whatever project you began that you are not able to complete that looks like it is at a standstill god says that he will bring it to completion hallelujah the narrow way will give way to a broad path god says that which looks impossible that which looks constrained at this hour god says he's going to broaden the steps of the righteous hallelujah god will enlarge your territory if you will be upright before him hallelujah the lord says god is going to move you he's going to move you from one place to another spiritually there's a forward momentum of the holy spirit that is taking place and all those who are jump into that pool will be caught up in the spirit will be moved by the holy spirit hallelujah to the realm of glory hallelujah to the realm of god to the realm of the spirit hallelujah to experience the great things that god has for you hallelujah set your heart to seek his face set your mind to seek his face Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Zion I will lay a stumbling block and those who are not sincere will stumble by the stumbling block. But all those who are faithful to God Almighty will never stumble. But that will be their stepping stone, God says. Hallelujah. To the wicked God will show his power that he is the lord as he did in the land of egypt he showed his power to moses his servant and through him he showed his power to the nation of egypt and the people of israel this land will see god's mighty move this land will see God's mighty move this land will see God's mighty move hallelujah thank you holy spirit
disaster strikes when death becomes so imminent when there's death all around when fear strikes the hearts of people God's people will live securely as they lived in the land of Goshen hallelujah there will be lights for the people of God this is the season the holy spirit says he's going to show the difference between who truly belongs to him and who does not belong to him thank you holy spirit there is a deep divide that is coming says the spirit of the almighty god this divide will divide the wheat from the chaff hallelujah praise you holy spirit We're living in that season that time frame where God almighty who is never mocked will show forth his glory to the righteous and to the unrighteous During this time those who are sincere among the unrighteous will turn to God those who will mock and those who will continue to follow the wages of sin will inherit death this is the voice of the holy spirit speaking to the church of god at this hour before the last trumpet sounds the god who is not mocked who can never be mocked will arise Hallelujah. Fear will fall upon the people of the earth. Great fear will fall upon the nations of the earth. Behold, I'm coming in the clouds of glory. Before my return says the Lord. This nation and the nations of the earth will one more once more hear the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. With the name of Jesus and people here they will know this is the living name not some name among names the only name hallelujah Jesus hallelujah thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit when people look for answers their hearts are weighed down because they don't have a solution those who are in Christ will be secure hallelujah this is a time this is a time church this is a time this is a time we're living in the last days like in the times of noah's flood where there is a great falling away that is taking place where there's a deep delusion that is happening all over the face of the earth all over the face of the earth there is a remnant that is being gathered simultaneously hallelujah heaven is busy hell is busy hallelujah while the reapers of god almighty are positioned all over the face of the earth to gather the grain into the barn hell is busy trying to see how many people he can take one time Many have gone to the grave suddenly to wake up 
to eternal destruction, eternal flames, wishing that they never, never made the choice while they had the time to say yes to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has brought us to a period where these are the days. We're on Mount Carmel. God will show to the people of the earth that He is the Lord. And there's no one beside Him. For He is the Lord. He is the Lord. Hallelujah. His whole heart is to save people. Yes, even the rebellious people. God is giving them another opportunity. Hallelujah. Oh, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem. How many times did I cry out for you? How many times did I call you? Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The ox knows its owner. The donkey knows its place and its owner. But many times, many people who call themselves to be people of God don't know the Lord, yet they say they do. What hypocrisy. What a great deception. Hallelujah. Jesus says, my sheep will hear my voice and they follow me. If you hear his voice and you're following him, then you are one among his sheep. If you're not hearing his voice and if you're not following him, you are not among him. There's no mistake about it. Jesus
God's people will arise. God's people will arise. Hallelujah. God's people will arise. Those who are sincere. Those who are truly sincere will arise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The mountains will come crumbling down. Whatever people trusted in. It will be removed from underneath their feet. There will be no place to rest. Hallelujah. But for the people of God, for those who are sincere, for those who are upright in their hearts, for those who say, Lord, have mercy on me. Hallelujah. Jesus says, I will be their strength. I will be their source of support. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you. When darkness covers the earth and grows darkness of people, there is a difference. Upon God's people, God's glory will shine. Hallelujah. So it is a glorious time, a blessed time for the people of God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. A very glorious time for God's people. A time for us to rejoice. Knowing that our redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. Lift up your head for your redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. God is so real. His kingdom is so real. His glory is so real. Hallelujah. He is so real. Hallelujah. And so we praise Him. Every word God has spoken has come to pass. And this too shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You have been good to me. You have never failed me, Lord. You have been good to me. You have never failed me, Lord. Even when I had to walk through the fire, even when I had to cross over the river, you have been good to me. You carried me from the depths of my heart. I offer you thanksgiving from the depths of my heart. I sing you my song from the speaking to our hearts. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Every word of God is true and every word of God has been 
dipped in the oil of the Holy Spirit and ignited with the fire of God. And we thank you, Lord, for setting our hearts ablaze for you, Jesus, this afternoon. And we thank you, Lord, for the bright and glorious days that you have ahead. For your people, your people, bright and glorious days are for the people of God. God has ahead of us. For God's people is going to be bright and glorious. Hallelujah. It's in Egypt, but light in Goshen. Hallelujah. For God's people is going to be good times. Hallelujah. For God's people is going to be glorious times. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the month of February that you have for us. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord, all the great and glorious things that you have in store for your people. We will wax stronger and stronger and stronger. Hallelujah. And we will overtake and possess the Jordan that you have for us. The Canaan that you have for us. Every territory that you have for us. To heal the brokenhearted, to set the captives free. To proclaim the year of the Lord. Hallelujah. Bring those who are bound, who are held as captives by Satan in darkness. Thank you, Lord. This year is going to be a good year. And we thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That we lift your name up high, O oh Lord. And we glorify you at this hour. For the great and glorious, grand plans that you have for your people. For your people. Your people. Hallelujah. It's going to be a glorious period for the people of God, underscore the words, the people of God, for God's people, it's going to be sunshine, hallelujah. For God's people, it's going to be exaltation, hallelujah. For God's people, it's going to be divine satisfaction, hallelujah. For God's people, it's going to be living in the glory realm, hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Heavenly Father. For God's people, it's going to be supernatural manna, supernatural experiences, hallelujah. For God's people, it's going to be divine shelter, hallelujah. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord says, thank you, Holy Spirit. Your stone shall be rolled away, hallelujah. I see a huge stone, which looks like a hill mountain but a hand that is bigger than that moves it the finger of God hallelujah the finger of God hallelujah the finger of God hallelujah thank you Jesus this year God will make the impossible possible that which looks very difficult impossible God is going to make that possible hallelujah we thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit those who trust in money, those who trust in pleasure, those who trust in men, those who trust in riches, those who trust in horses, those who trust in chariots, those who trust in manpower, those who trust in woman power, those who trust in whatever power that is out there besides the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. God says, who have the taste of death will smell the taste of death. But for the people of God, for the people of God, it's going to be a glorious spirit. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. When God's word came in the land of Egypt, people who believed in the words of Moses took the blood of the Passover lamb and they applied it on the doorpost. And all of them were spared from the death of their firstborn. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God is speaking to our hearts today. We're living in the last few days, last few moments for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Many people would have said, oh, we've been hearing this for a long time. That's why Jesus said, it's like the woman who is in labor. Yeah, labor starts a while ago. Then the contraction gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And she delivers her child at the appointed time. We are very close to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Whether we believe it or not, we are there. Heaven is very busy. And hell is very busy. Satan is going around looking to see how he can deceive people. Thank you, Jesus. But the Spirit of the Lord is working in a very powerful manner, exposing the lies of Satan. Thank you, Jesus. It's time for God's people to wake up and wake others up. Do you know there is a fire in a building? And you see it. It's your job to alert everyone who is there. Thank you, Jesus. No selfish person, self-centered person is going to escape. Thank you, Jesus. It is your duty to see the well-being of your brother, your sister, your family member, and all those who you know. When you know this fire is coming so close, you need to let them know. Get out. Get out. Get out. Hallelujah. Even if they think that you are annoying, it's your duty to let them know. Because you care. Because you care. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts. I pray that the Spirit of the Almighty God will instill what you have spoken this afternoon. Deep into the hearts of your people. Every word of God is true. Every word of God will come to pass. And I pray that we may be wise children of God. Not like the people who were foolish during the times of Noah's flood. When Noah preached and preached and they mocked, the rain came. All those who mocked were swept away by the flood. I pray that you will give us eyes to see, ears to hear. Continuous manner that we may not get into delusion at any point in our lives. Our hearts may be sincere. Our motives may be pure. That every person in this sanctuary escape what is about to happen in the face of the earth. What we have seen thus far is nothing compared to what is going to happen in this world. Thank you, Jesus. But for God's people, it's harvest time. Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. When the children of Israel were mourning, beaten by the Egyptians, God sent Moses to deliver them. 
And if he heeded the voice, the messenger of God that God sent, they were able to be free from the cruel taskmaster, Pharaoh. And when Pharaoh and the entire nation of Egypt were mourning, the children of Israel left Egypt with great joy and with great haste. Hallelujah. That's how it will be. That's exactly how it will be. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Those who go in delusion will go into a deeper delusion, darker delusion. But for the people of God, it's going to be a period of God's glory. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Restoration. Thank you, Jesus. For God's people, it's going to be a time of restoration. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He heals the brokenhearted. He sets the captives free. That's what God will do for His people. And all those who would say, even like Rahab, who chose to leave where she was and come under the hands of the Almighty God and tell Him, Lord, I've come under your wings. She escaped. What happened? Her people, Rahab and her family, were not partakers of it. They lived. They lived. Hallelujah. They lived to see the goodness of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for what you're going to do. My heart rejoices hearing what God is about to do. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for your revelation. We thank you for giving us an understanding heart. I pray may we grow deeper in your understanding. That we grow in humility. Not in pride or arrogance. But in humility. Knowing that it's the mercy of God. And grow in God's love. Thank you, Jesus. So bless us, O Lord. As we continue to tarry in your presence, O Lord, I pray that you'll speak more to us. You minister more to us, O Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We commit ourselves into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Praise the Lord. Praise God, everyone. Uh, I welcome you all in the precious name of Jesus. Praise God. Uh, the announcement for this week, the meetings that we have for this week. Um, so we have fasting prayer beginning um, first of the month to, to the seventh of the, of the month. So Monday to Sunday, we have the fasting prayer. So we will be joining through the Ring Central meeting in the evening at seven. So Monday through Saturday, we have the fasting prayer. And Thursday at 5.30, we have the life training school. So 5.30 life training school, and after that, we go into the fasting prayer. And Saturday in the morning uh, at 8, it is a meeting for the mothers, the mom's meeting. And then 
at um, 10, it is the meeting for the kids for age 9 to 15 and for younger kids at 11 a.m. Praise God. These are the meetings. And then we have the morning call, uh, Monday through Saturday, morning call at 5.45. And uh, today there is a men's meeting after the service when we have the kids go for Sunday school. We will have the uh, men's meeting after the service. So praise the Lord. Praise God for these meetings. May God bless you. And now this is the time to give to the Lord. Shall we stand together to give to the Lord? Thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for mercy, giving us life. Thank you for giving us peace. Thank you, Lord, we've come to the house of peace because you're in our midst. And thank you for giving us the grand opportunity, Lord, not just give you our tithes and offerings, but our whole lives because you want us to give our bodies, our very bodies, as living sacrifices on your altar, 
Lord, that we can be empowered by the real fire of God, the Spirit of God, be transformed and live a life that is deeply satisfying, fulfilling your perfect blueprint for our lives that you created and you knew way before we were born. We thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord, that we're able to bring into your storehouse, into your presence, a portion of what you've given to us all week long. We thank you, Father. Father, I pray that as we continue to worship you, that the love of God and the healthy fear of God will be upon our lives, our minds, that we'll be able to benefit, Lord, from receiving your fresh manna from heaven to strengthen us on our way, to live, to do your will. And I thank you that your people do not need to be afraid. Lord, the world likes to divert itself from the present dangers. It likes to hallucinate, think that it doesn't exist. But you said, Lord, everybody will know that the Lord is God, not only by your blessings, but also by your judgments, because you're a holy God. And for your people, there is safety. For your people, there is an escape. For your people, there is a future and hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you and praise you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Please be seated. Praise be to God. We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of Daniel. Daniel, Daniel chapter 1. We'll just close our eyes and please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people, every spirit of resistance, every spirit of unbelief. In the name of Jesus, I curse it right now in Jesus' name, and I render it powerless at the foot of the cross. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and every demonic spirit that tries to interfere with the work of the Holy Spirit at this hour, in the name of Jesus, I arrest the works of darkness right now in Jesus' name, and I render them powerless at the foot of the cross right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, oh, Father, I ask for undivided attention to be given to the voice of the Holy Spirit at this hour in the name of Jesus. Lord, that every heart, every mind, every body, every spirit, every soul that is here may receive everything that God has for them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let no one leave this place, Lord, the way they came. Lord, may they leave this place having met the risen Savior. I thank you, Heavenly Father, and I thank you, Lord, for doing this. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. We're going to read from the book of Daniel, chapter 1. Daniel, chapter 1. Just waiting for, yes. Daniel, chapter 1. And we're going to read from verse 1. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. We see what's happening here. That 
whatever god already spoke about judah what god already spoke about what was going to happen to the king of judah is all taking place here and in this period in the third year of the reign of jehoiakim king of judah nebuchadnezzar king of babylon is being sent to take the people away as captives many of them and he came and he besieged it and let's see what he did in verse 2 and the lord gave jehoiakim king of judah into his hand just like how it was prophesied earlier with some of the articles of the house of god which he carried into the land of shinar to the house of his god and he brought the articles into the treasure house of his god now if somebody says that oh you know what we gave our heart to jesus 5 years ago 10 years ago 20 years ago and uh, this is never going to happen to us and if they are walking in unrighteousness walking in wickedness what happened to jehoiakim will happen to them no doubt about it god's protection god's provision god's safety is for those who would walk in the ways of the almighty god god gave his articles that were in the temple over to the heathen king the Neb- the king of babylon nebuchadnezzar we have to understand that our god is holy our god is righteous our god is all love god is love on one hand and god is a consuming fire on the other hand if we lose one side we lose the balance this is who our god is so now jehoiakim king of judah is being taken as captive and along with him the things that belonged in the house of god they were also taken if abomination takes place in the house of god god will allow the enemy to take everything because everything is tainted everything is desecrated god says i don't want to have anything to do with it we have to understand whatever we do for god must come out of holy hands holy heart holy mind the bible says worship the lord in the beauty of holiness and as we serve god we serve him with an upright heart by the blood of jesus we are being made upright to stand before god and when god cleanses us with his blood it is our duty to stay clean in the ways of the almighty god now this king of judah is taken as a captive and the things of god were also taken god gave up everything even what belonged to him go i don't want to have anything to do with it now when this was happening verse 3 when the land became so polluted when the king desecrated the land and everything including what was in the temple became so polluted god just came and said out all of you go i don't want anything because knowing what god did knowing the love of god knowing how much god did it was as if they spat on his face and god said go this is what you want go and what happened here the king instructed ashpenaz the master of his eunuchs to bring some of the children of israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles verse 5 god is orchestrating something happening in babylon and in judah while judgment is being executed while something devastating is taking place there is the plan of god for god's people always know that whatever may happen wherever it may be god has a plan for his people 
if you belong to the people of god if you're walking with god always know that there's always something good that'll come out of it verse 5 let's go to verse 5 and the king appointed for them a daily provision to the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank three years of training for them so that at the end of that time they might serve before the king now this is actually talking about the people of god in babylon in judah who were brought before king nebuchadnezzar in babylon you have judgment that is taking place and within the judgment that is taking place there is a remnant all the time and for the remnant there is daylight it may be night for those who really rebelled against god even when god said i'm coming i'm calling you don't destroy yourself don't die because god doesn't want anyone to die even the wicked god doesn't want them to die so god says i'm calling you i'm calling you i'm calling you now who comes to steal kill and destroy not god satan he comes to steal kill and destroy but god comes to give life and life more abundantly and so when the children of israel judah when they rebelled completely and they said we don't want your protection we don't want your provision we don't want anything we will follow the ways of the heathen we'll act just like the heathen out there god's hand of protection is removed when god's hand of protection is removed guess what happens satan comes like a flood god protects when his hand of protection is removed why because the people chose not to be under the protection of god it's not because god was bad god is always good similar to the prodigal son story where the younger son said i don't want to be here in the father's house and the father's not going to say well you don't want to be here but you should be here father will talk and give advice and everything but if he says i'm going he said go but what happened once he left everything didn't fall apart right away but he didn't know that he's going to go to a place where he would regret and he will have regret for the rest of his life we must understand one thing when god calls us he calls us out of love when god chastens us he chastens us out of his love when a child is about to put his or hand on the stove which is hot what do we do we're not going to stand far away and say honey please don't put your hand there because we don't want you to get burned and if you get burned no we're not going to be talking there at that point we're going to catch their wrist and pull them out why because you love them because you want to hurt them no because you love them when you pull them it can hurt them but you know what their hands didn't get burned their bones didn't break that's the chastening of god god out of love he'll come and catch us and say come this way but there are times when there are people like the people of judah who will say no this is what i want this is what i want this is what i want at that point god will say okay that's what happened to the king of judah that's what happened to the people of judah after god sending many prophets after god speaking so many so many so many times his love pouring out doing so many things for judah they said nope to god so god's hand of protection and provision was removed because they didn't want it at that time the enemy who always waits right to see how he can destroy mankind he just came like a flood in the midst of adversity 
God will prosper his people. That's the promise for us. For the month of February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, throughout this year. And in the next year, the season, we are in a season. In the midst of adversity, God's people will thrive. In the midst of adversity, God's people will thrive. We are called by God to thrive in the midst of adversity. Now, in the midst of adversity, if you just go back a little bit to the other half of verse 4, you will see how Jehoiakim, the king, was taken as a captive. But then you also have a bunch of people that were taken from there. These were young men in whom there was no blemish, but good-looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quick to understand, who had the ability to serve in the king's palace and whom they might teach the language and literature of the Chaldeans. I want to stop right here. Stop right here in this verse. And I want to meditate here for a few minutes as the Holy Spirit wants us to. These people, these young men, were men of God. We're going to see in the next few verses how we can say that they were men of God. These were men of God. When we walk with God, God will give us what it takes to place us where he wants us to. Write this down. God will give you what it takes to place you where he wants to place you. That's what God did over here. God saw already what was going to happen to Judah. God saw already the way the people are just wallowing in wickedness. They're just just going down more and more and more in that drain, sewer drain. Drinking sewer water as if it's spring water. They don't even know that they are drowning in there. Not because God did it, because they chose it. In this situation, God is raising up a remnant. It's a small group, small group. One person for God is majority. Small group. Small group of people who say, I will not do what they're doing. Now the whole crowd will say, well, you're odd. Look at our culture. Look how we are. Look what we're doing and all kinds of things. Just because 99% of the people are crazy, doesn't mean that we should be crazy too. We need to have the backbone to say no to craziness. We need to have the backbone to say no to that which is ungodly. We need to have the backbone to say, the courage, the guts to say no to Satan's offer. Because Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. There's always a price attached to everything that Satan will offer. Rat poison? Cheese. And you can have a dead mouse. Happens to many, many people. That's what happened to Jehoiakim. That's what happened to the rebellious people in Judah. But in the midst of that, God is giving some people what they needed to have, which was no blemish, wisdom, good looks, knowledge, quick to understand. These were people who were the king's choice. How do these people have this already? God, who sees the end from the beginning, saw what was going to happen in Babylon, saw what was going to happen in Judah, and he said, while this happens, I'm going to make a way of escape for my people. 
in the midst of tragedy, in the midst of adversity, God's people are called to thrive. In the midst of tragedy, in the midst of adversity, in the midst of whatever may happen around you, God is calling you to be one among those who would shine as lights. Where? In the midst of crooked and perverse generation. Daniel and his friends were extraordinary people. Ordinary human beings, but extraordinary young people who possessed that character inside to say no to ungodly things. They were not like the rest of the people who were swept away. These were outstanding young men of God. God gave them the good looks. God gave them the wisdom. God gave them the knowledge. God gave them the understanding. God gave them everything that they needed. Because God was going to make a way of escape. In our lifetime, during this period, season that we are in, no matter what happens around you, there's a promise that God is giving to you. God will give you a way of escape. Not just, oh, I barely escaped. No. But the way of escape is going to be a way of escape to exaltation that God has for God's people. To serve God where God wants you to serve him. Look at the way God organizes everything before it took place. It is important for us to be righteous and live right now. When things turn darker, if you have lights, genuine lights, lasting light, you won't be like the little fireflies that are out there. That's how it is. The glamour of this world is like the light of the fireflies. This goes here, there, there. In the dark you see a tiny bit. Then you bring a big light over there, stadium light. You cannot even see the light of the fireflies there. It's completely drowned by a light that is bigger than the light of the fireflies. And you know what? The light of fireflies are so temporary. It's gone so fast. But what do you want to be? Do you want your life to count? What do you want your life to become of? What do you want to be anyway? Are we living like the people who lived during the times of Noah's flood? Who thought they were wise, but they were foolish. Because they did not heed the warnings that were coming. Now there were a lot of people, when tsunami came, they were by the beach. It just came and swept them so fast. Do you know what? The animals, they knew that tsunami was coming. And this is exactly what the Bible says. The animals know the times and seasons, but the people don't know. How dull the hearts of human beings have become. Because they've rejected knowledge and wisdom. But here in the midst of adversity, in the midst of sewer, so to speak, you find gemstones here, these young men. Who were raised by God because they gave room for God to raise them. If you let God to do the impossible work of change in your life, then God will raise you to do impossible things in the lives of those around you. I'm going to repeat this. If you would give room for God to do the impossible in your life, He will use you to do impossible things in the lives of 
or those around you. It's a work of the Holy Spirit that takes place in the lives of people who just say, Lord, take me. Whatever needs to take place in my life so that you will change me and make me into the vessel of honor you want me to be. Now, these men were also taken as captives. Joachim and the people of Judah were also taken as captives. But you know what? There's a difference. There is a divide. Partition. One is going for destruction and the other group is going for exaltation. Which group you want to be in, you have to decide. God is not going to decide for you. We have to decide for ourselves. Our husbands can decide for us. Wives can decide for your husbands. Children can decide for the parents. Parents can decide for the children. I am responsible for my own soul. When I die, if I die today, I will have to stand before God alone. Not with my husband and family. No, it doesn't happen that way. We must understand what time it is. The young men had the understanding, wisdom that came from God. I want to differentiate the wisdom of God from wisdom that comes from this world. The Bible says in the book of James, the wisdom that comes from God is pure, is holy. It's really, really God-given wisdom where you have wisdom in all the things of the world, yet without anything that will defile you. But the wisdom that comes from the world, which equals darkness, which equals Lucifer, which equals Satan, will be tainted with uncleanness, will be tainted with everything that has to do with Satan. And so what will happen, the wisdom of the world will say that, oh, it's fine to do this, it's fine to do that, it's fine. Who said it's wrong? That's where you know that's the wisdom of darkness. That's why you have mental institutions full of people, full of psychologists who don't know what to do. Put them on medication and the medication doesn't do anything. That's why we have several of you who have been there once for Jesus that you're free and you're healed by the power of Jesus Christ. What psychologists couldn't do, what therapists couldn't do, what mental institutions couldn't do, Jesus did. That's the power of the Almighty God. And that wisdom that was given to Daniel and his friends stood out in time of adversity. But God moves the king. The king is calling for people out of who? The captives for something greater. Now, let's go to verse 5. And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of wine which he drank and three years of training for them so that at the end of that time they might serve before the king. Now, there is a goal here. And the goal was to serve the king in the king's palace for the king's purposes. In a secular realm, in a secular place, God's people can shine as light and serve our king. In the secular realm, God's people can serve the king of kings and the Lord of lords. God is calling you to shine as bright lights wherever God has called you to be, whether it's your home, whether it's your workplace, whether it's your school, whether it's your college, wherever it is, God has called you to shine there. Not to be darkness, but to be light that will dispel darkness. Now the king is appointing something for these people. Okay, I'm going to give you training. But you know what? These are people 
that have been molded by God, raised by God. Young people, no parent was supervising these people. They were not saying, well, did you eat your food? Did you do your schoolwork? And did you go here? And did you? No, nobody was there. This is a period where these young people were displaced, taken out of where they were and brought to a foreign land as captives. Think about their condition. They were young. They were brought as captives. God had a plan. In that foreign land, God raised them up to become rulers of the land. That is who our God is. God has a purpose for your life. God has a plan for your life. In this world, when everything becomes dark, when everything goes upside down, for God's people, that's the right time to shine. God has a plan for God's people. When it's dark, you need the light. When there's no light, you need the sun to shine. God's people are called to be that light from God. To shine the light that God has put in you with a specific purpose in a specific location. God is speaking to our hearts today. The very same God who had a plan for Daniel and his friends has a plan for you. The very same God who gave Daniel and his friends certain abilities, certain skills, certain looks, certain things that was needed in the palace has given you certain specific abilities. Have you thought about it? Many times people believe the lie of the enemy, thinking that, oh, you know what, I have no talents. I've met some people like that. Pastor, I have no talents. I said, really? You know why? They always look at what they don't have. And they compare themselves with someone who has something else. You're not like the next person. You have something different than what the next person has. God has put something unique inside of you. God has put something special inside of you. That God will use for the extension of his kingdom. That God will use in the time of adversity. You won't even know. Ah, this is why God made me this way. Ah, this is why God gave this to me. It is for that to be put to use. Never look at anyone else and think that, oh, because I don't have what they have, I don't have talents. No. Everyone is made unique. With unique giftings, with unique talents. Think about yourself and see, what has God invested in me? It's an investment from heaven. Whatever God has put inside of you, whatever it may be, it's an investment from heaven. To grow you into someone who would become a blessing to those around you. That's God's purpose. Now in this situation, while they were taken to the king's palace, they were given what they needed to further grow what they had. However, there was something that came in the middle that was going to defile what God gave. I want to speak on this for a minute. It's very important. There is something that God gave which is a treasure. And there is something that the king wants to give. To add to what God gave. While he is giving something, there is something that is coming from him which is tainted, which can defile what God gave, which can disable what God has given. I want to emphasize on this. Whatever God has given, whatever supernatural abilities, whatever supernatural gifting, or the talents that God has given, which are natural abilities, they come from God. And it must be kept holy. It must be kept undefiled. It must be kept 
consecrated to God. If that is defiled, then whatever God has given will become impotent, will not work. We will start operating with what? Whatever man is trying to get, whatever training you get, it is very limited and it will not be put to use because whatever God has given is to be put to use for God's purposes. So God has a grand purpose. God has a large scale vision which is much bigger than what you can ever think. Do you ever think that a baby that is born is going to think, well, I'm born, I'm one day old, and when I'm 25 years old, I'm going to be here, I'm going to be doing things? No. The baby has no clue. Do you think the baby will think, well, I can sing, I can dance, I can do this, and well, I can write poetry, and I have all these talents. Well, my dad is this, my mom is this, I have the talents. No. The child doesn't know anything. The child is happy to drink milk. Somebody is changing the diapers. They are happy. No care. Inside the child is treasure given by God. Many talents that are there. The child doesn't know. Doesn't mean that the child doesn't have. No. Because many times you haven't paid attention to what God has put inside of you. It doesn't mean that there's nothing inside of you. It's important to value what God has given to you. Look at what God has put in you and look at God and know that He has invested inside of you the abilities, the skills that God has put in order to bring it out for His purposes, to use it in the time of adversity. In the time of adversity, God will use what, has, what God has given to you to bless others. It's a prophetic word God is giving to you at this hour. Whatever God has put inside of you, God will bring it out and he will bring it out to be put to use for his glory to the people that God wants you to be a blessing when in the midst of adversity. But that's something that's very, very important. When God is about to do something, the enemy will try to come and stop it. Let me tell you this. The only way Satan can actually stop the work of God that God wants to do in your life is by defiling you. Is by causing you to be defiled. God is speaking to you at this hour. Satan was saying, oh, I see Daniel coming. I see Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego coming. I see these guys coming to Babylon. Satan says, oh, no, I have a headache. That means these people are going to do something awesome here. God is going to use them. So let me lay a stumbling block for them. Let me see how I can stop them. What did he do? From the order that came from the king, there were a few things in the midst of good training that would defile them. What will that do that will make them ineffective? The purpose with why God brought them will become nullified. When our integrity is compromised. When your holiness is compromised. When your integrity is compromised. So what will Satan try to do? He'll say, okay, I know God is going to use you in the midst of adversity. So before that happens, I will defile you. Be very careful with this. If you want to be used of God. If you want to be like Daniel. Like his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, which God wants for each one of you here. It is important for you to keep yourself pure before God. 
Blessed are the undefiled in the way. Oh, how fortunate are those. You know why? Because it takes inner strength to be pure. It takes inner strength to be humble. It takes inner strength. Those who are strong on the inside will have a strong character. Those who are really weak on the inside, it's like the immune system. People who have a compromised immune system will get every disease that is out there. You know why? Because the immune is very weak. There's some kind of a problem, underlying problem there. So can we say that? Well, they have a compromised immune system, so they're going to sick all, get all sick all the time and they're going to die. Like we, we will just let them die? No. What do you do when you see that your son or your daughter or your husband or your wife, someone has an issue like this, that they can get sick so easily, that something is wrong? What will you do? You do what is necessary to strengthen their immune system. You do what is necessary to protect them from disease that is out there. Whatever disease, they can catch anything and everything. That's what happens with people who have compromised immune system. When someone is spiritually dead on the inside or spiritually sick on the inside, anything and everything is fine for them. Because whatever is outside will easily latch on to them. Every demon that is there will easily latch on to people. You know why? Because the spiritual immune system is compromised. When the spiritual immune system is compromised, it's very easy for sin, like germs, to attach to a person. What do we do at that point? Very important. At that point, we need to go to the physician of all physicians, the Lord Jesus Christ. Many of you have testimonies to that. How sick you were when you came here to the house of God. Spiritually, how your spiritual immune system was so compromised, everything that was out there were on you. You were weighed down with burden. You didn't know how to live a life of freedom. Where people who are sick all the time, they don't even know how to be healthy. I remember Nisa. Where anything and everything came. Drug addiction came, cigarette came, depression came, mental illness came, everything came. Satan will never give us nothing, but he'll bring a whole bunch of things. But the Bible says the Son of Man, the Son of God, came to seek and save that which was lost. So, it is very important for us not to let the enemy defile us if we want to shine as lights in the midst of crooked and perverse generation. If we want to be used of God to make a difference in the midst of adversity, we need to have the strength to stay strong on the inside, to be pure, to be true, not to fake it, but to be real people. Now, when Satan saw that Daniel and his friends were going to be appointed as something, that they were going to be used by God to make a difference in the lives of people, they were really going to be exalted, they were going to be chief people in the land. He said, let me try to squash that right there. We see that in the life of Jesus, when Jesus was to be born, Satan said, oh, I need to squash this plan right now. What did he do? He entered into heaven. He misguided the wise men. And what happened? When you walk out of the way of God, you enter into the trap of the enemy, which is called death. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God 
is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. What is wages? Wages is the payment. When we sow to something, we reap something. When we sow to unrighteousness, we reap death. We cannot expect anything better than that, anything different than that. So, what we sow, we reap. So the payment that we get for sin is death. But, when we go to Jesus Christ, He gives us something different. He says, I will take that away from you. I will take the weight from you. I will take that payment from you. Because now you're coming to me and you're saying, God, change my life. Change my life. I don't want this weight of sin. I don't want this payment of sin. God, help me. That's why the Bible says, Jesus came for those who are sick, not for the healthy. He came to heal the sick. Spiritually sick. Now, Daniel and his friends were able to spot the plan of the enemy here. God had a purpose for Daniel. And Daniel knew God has brought me here in the midst of adversity and being taken to the palace. Imagine how Daniel would have felt. His mom is not there, his dad is not there, his family is not there. It's not the house that he lives. Now he's in a strange land. He has been brought here as a captive. Now those who were going towards destruction were gone. But these are taken into the palace and they don't know what's going to happen. If I make a mistake, the king can kill me. But in the midst of adversity, Daniel and his friends held on to their integrity. No matter what happens, we need to be people of character. We'll say, no matter what happens, God, I will not deny you. I won't do what Judas did to you. Many times when people watch Jesus' movie, they say, I can't believe, I hate these Roman guards, how they beat him. I can't believe, you know, what Judas did. How can Judas do something like, I can't believe what Peter did. But you know what? Many times you do the same thing. Same thing. Cold towards the living God. Same thing. He thought about it. People say, oh, I can't believe Adam did this. I can't believe Eve did this. Because of that, we do this. Do you know that you make the choice every day? Adam doesn't come and stand by your side and say, well, I'm Adam, I did that, you do that too. No. We make the choice every single day. Our mind is a battlefield, remember. Your mind is a battlefield. Your mind is like the capital of a nation. What you allow into your mind will dominate your mind, whether it's life or death. In your mind, Satan will try to penetrate in, bringing depressing thoughts, thoughts of anger, thoughts of low self-esteem, thoughts of all worthlessness, thoughts of sin, thoughts of hatred, thoughts of pride. He can bring all these things. When a person allows those things to go into the mind, you know what those are? Those are arrows. Your mind gets wounded with all these things. As a result of that, what happens? The byproduct of being hurt is your reaction. The choices that you make. Because of what you let into your head. Who you allow into your mind. The things that you allow into your spirit, into your soul, comes through your mind. And those of you who say, I know that the enemy is doing this. I'm going to say no to this. I'm going to put a guard here so that whatever the enemy brings, bitterness, anger, vengeful thoughts, hatred thoughts, self-hate thought, whatever it is, 
I'm not going to let that enter into my mind. I'm going to guard it by putting a guard over there. Those are the ones who won't get affected. Now, in addition to that, what you do, you allow good things to enter into your mind. You know, we talked about that a week ago in our teens meeting online. How to really make your mind a powerhouse. How to really become a somebody in this world for God. How you can rise up to prominence in this world for God. The highlight is for God. God has not called us to be ordinary people to sit somewhere and just get up and go every time, sit in the same seat and get up and go. No. God has called each one of you for greatness. God has called you to do something valuable, something important. Make a difference before you leave this world in a good way. Make a difference in this world before you leave this world in a good way. A lot of people who came, a lot of people who died, a lot of people with no trace of them. But you know what? Daniel, though dead, he's still alive. He's still speaking. We all know about Daniel in the Bible. Many people know about Daniel in the Bible. Many people have Daniel's name also. How did a Hebrew young man, how did a captive rise up to such prominence? Because he was true to his God. It takes character to be true. It takes character to be a man of truth. It takes character to be a woman of truth. Be real. Live a real life. Be true. Never live a double life. Live a real life. Be the real person that you should be and have the courage in your heart to say no to what you should say no to. We see Daniel and his friends here. They were given something by the king which was influenced by the enemy to defile them so that they may not take the place that God had for them. We're going to finish in a couple of minutes. Let's go to verse 6. Now from among these, among those of the sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. To them the chief of the eunuchs gave them the names. He gave Daniel the name Balthazar to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. Verse 9. Let's go to the next verse. Now God had brought Daniel into the favor and goodwill of the chief of eunuchs. I want to stop right here. No matter what the enemy may try to do in our lives, always remember, God will always give you a way of escape. No matter what happens in your life, God makes a way of escape for you. If he wants you to take, if he wants you to be taken from point A to point B, God will give you every means that you need in order to move you from point A to point B. God will do that for you. In this situation, when the enemy tried to come to defile Daniel, God gave Daniel favor and goodwill in the chief of of Yunnan. God gave favor, divine favor. Whose hand is upon Daniel? In the midst of adversity, God's eyes are upon Daniel. In the midst of Adversity, God's eyes are upon Daniel. In the midst of adversity, God's eyes are looking to see, how can I help him? How can I help him? You know why? He was a man who said, Lord, I will live for you. God is asking you this question. What is the purpose of your living? You know the purpose of your living? We know animals, they live and they die. They don't have a soul. They have no purpose. We are not one of those. We are created in the image of God, created with a purpose. A purpose.
purpose, a God-given purpose, a God-glorifying purpose, a royal purpose. What is that purpose for your life? Have you discovered that? Are you willing to discover that? Do I have a purpose? Do you have a purpose? If you are in Christ, you sure do have a purpose. And God's purpose is to make you to get to a place of greatness so that you can bring glory and honor to God. Because God loves you. God has called you to be an extraordinary person, not an ordinary person. But in order to become an extraordinary person, we need to do extraordinary things. We need to do extraordinary things. If an athlete wants to get a gold medal, he will do what normal people who are not going to compete would not do. He'd get up at a certain time, he'd work out, he would run, he would eat certain things, he would do certain things that would help him to achieve his goals. If you want to be someone who would have an eternal value to what you're doing here on earth, understand, whatever you do on earth has value. Whether you're going to, whether you're going to do something today, you can actually do it towards eternity. Whatever you do has an eternal value. So when you think about your life, when you think about what you're doing with your life, if you do it as unto God, it is going as an investment into eternity, whatever it is. Even if it's a small thing, it's going as an investment into eternity. And you know how water vapor, when it, when you make it into a steam by boiling it, water becomes vapor and it goes up there and it comes down as rain. Water cycle. That's how it is. When you invest into eternity, it'll go up to God and it'll come down as God's power, God's strength. To pull you into where God wants you to be. It becomes like your elevator. Taking you from one level to the other. Where integrity is. Integrity towards God is. God will take you from one level to another. God's favor came to Daniel. God's favor came to Daniel. In the earthly realm. Through the eunuch. Because God was set to exalt Daniel for his purposes. Exaltation doesn't come from the east or from the west. It's God who lifts one up and puts another down. Based on what? Is God partial that he's going to lift one up and put another down? What is the basis for that? Why will God lift one up and put another down? We have to understand. To fulfill the ultimate plan of God. If I am not going to be productive in the kingdom of God, then there's no need for God to lift me up. Understand that. If there's a need there, God will see there's a need there and he will put you there. It's all about the king. and It's all about the kingdom. And if you're king-minded, kingdom-minded, God will say, you can do my work. You're dependable. You're not self-minded. We need to be people who bring glory and honor to God Almighty. Let's go to verse 10. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king who has appointed your food and drink. But why? Did you miss the verse? Okay, just go, go to the 10th verse. I fear my lord the king who has appointed your food and drink. But why should he see your faces looking worse, worse than the young men who are your age? Then you would endanger my head 
before the king. Verse 11. So Daniel said to the steward whom the chief of the eunuch had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Verse 12. Please test your servants for ten days and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Verse 13. Then let our appearances be examined before you and the appearance of the young men who eat the portion of the king's delicacies as you see fit. So deal with your servants. I want to highlight one point before we finish for this afternoon. In the kingdom of God, faith plays a huge part. If we want to be used by God, we need to have faith in the one who has the power to raise the dead. Who has the power to keep us alive. Daniel had faith. When he had to talk to the eunuch, the eunuch said, Why are you doing this, Daniel? We're going to die because of you. I'm going to die because of you. But Daniel was not looking for that kind of uh, reply because Daniel had faith in God. Daniel didn't think that, Well, I'm going to take a stand for God and God brought me to Babylon. I'm going to die. That's it. I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to die. No. Daniel had faith. And Daniel says, you know what? Try this and see. You're thinking that my face is going to become dull because I'm doing something different because I'm not going to defile myself. There's a principle here that we have to understand. When you take a stand for God and do the right thing, you are not going to go down. You're only going to go up. When you take a stand for God and do the right thing, you are going to go up and not down. If someone comes and tells you, well, if you're going to do the right thing, you're going to be destroyed. That's a lie from the enemy. Many times Satan will come and echo words of fear. Oh, don't do it. You're going to lose your job. Oh, don't speak the truth. You know, you're going to lose this business. Oh, don't do this. That's it. Don't go and tell your wife what you did. Your marriage is going to be gone. Don't go and do this. Oh, hide this. Now, who does all those things? Satan, who is a liar from the beginning. Where there's integrity, where there's honesty, where there's truth, I challenge you today. God of Daniel, who saw what Daniel did, will see you and he'll exalt you. He'll promote you to becoming everything that God wants you to be. To becoming the man, the woman that God wants you to be. Really, to make a difference in the lives of people. Make a difference in the lives of people. Tell yourself, God, I want to make a difference in the lives of people. Like how Daniel did. I want to be like Daniel, Lord. I want to have the faith that Daniel had. Test me and see. After 10 days, test me and see. After 10 days, test me and see. Have faith in God like how Daniel did. Tell yourself, Lord, I want to be like Daniel. I'm not going to do things out of fear. I'm not going to say that I'm going to do the right thing, but I'm so scared I think I'm going to be... Gone. I'm not even going to be there to see the day of light, the light of day. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. If you take a stand for God and you do the right thing, because it's the right thing to do, because you love God, God will cause you to rise up. God will bless you. You shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be above and not beneath. You shall lend and not borrow. God will bless you as he blessed Abraham and made his name great. As he blessed Daniel and made his name great. God will bless you and make your name great. You know, to be known before God is the highest thing. 
To be known by God is the highest thing. Be called as God's beloved is the highest thing. Then I got all of this. God, speak to our hearts today. In the midst of adversity, in the midst of all that is going to happen in this world, as the Lord showed, what we have seen is the beginning of birth pangs. What we have seen and what we are seeing is just the beginning of sorrows. But we, as God's people, need to understand, in the midst of adversity, we can be blessed like Daniel. We can become a blessing like Daniel. We can be used of God to touch the lives of those around us like Daniel. Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Daniel had faith. He had faith in the Almighty God. He had faith in the God of heaven and earth. He had faith that nothing can touch him. When I do the right thing, my God will cause me to prosper. That's how Daniel prospered all his life. He had faith in God. The very same faith that Daniel exercised here, he was able to exercise that faith in the lion's den. Hebrews 11 says, By faith Daniel shut the mouths of the lions. Our God is alive. We serve a supernatural God who is above the natural realm. Who wants to take your life, make something beautiful out of it. Thank you, Jesus. Peter, when he looked at the man who was crippled, he said, I don't have silver, I don't have gold. I can give you something that can make you whole. Thank you, Jesus. God has created you in a very unique manner. God has blessed you with unique talents and skills. Don't look at what you don't have. Look at what you have and see what you can do with what you have for God's glory. Thank you, Jesus. When you use the one that God has given, it will multiply into two. When you use the two that God has given, it will multiply into four. As Daniel used what God gave, he was known by the people. And the king said, bring me wise men, bring me knowledgeable men. Daniel was among those because he was putting it into use and he was known for his wisdom in his homeland. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tell the Lord, Lord, let my life count. Let my life count. Let me be a blessing. Let me be a blessing. I've received so much from you. You've wiped my tears away. You've delivered my soul from death. My eyes from tears and my feet from falling. Make me a blessing, Jesus. If Daniel was able to live a life in his day and age, his generation a blessing. In a strange land, in a foreign land, in the midst of adverse situation, you too can, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Whatever may happen around you, you don't have to fear. 
matter who says what, you don't have to worry. You have the God of Daniel to be your God. Thank you, Jesus. Tell the Lord, Lord, I want to be like those whom you blessed, made them into a blessing. I don't want my life to waste away. I don't want my life to vanish, the vapor. Let my life count. Let my life count. Let my life count. Take a few minutes in the presence of the Lord. Many people are in hospitals, permanently ill, young and old. Many people are in the grave. Many people are in the land of the dead, eternity, where the fire is not quenched, where the worms never die. God is asking you today, do you hear their cries? You can do something about those who are alive here. You can do something about those who are alive here before they reach that place. You can do something for them. You can do something to save them. Every day is passing by. And another life is gone. Many lives are gone. Many people don't even know who they are now. Their minds are gone. Satan has taken their sanity away. Many people are in the hospital on ventilators. They have no one to help. Many people are in the hospital dying from cancer. No hope. Many people are in the funeral home right this minute. God has brought us to the house of God. He's given us life, given us health, given us strength. What are we doing with the life that God has given? What are you doing with the life that God has given to you? Next second it can be snatched away from you. It is not guaranteed. What are you doing with the life that God has given to you? Ask yourself this question. What am I doing with the life that God has given to me? What is my purpose on earth? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? Thank you, Jesus. Daniel had a purpose. God had a purpose. And it was accomplished because God had a purpose and Daniel had a purpose to fulfill the purposes of God. Are you purposed in your heart to fulfill the purposes of God that God has for your life? To make you into a somebody so that others can live. So that others can live. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Take a few minutes in the presence of God and tell God, Lord, I'm giving myself over to you to fulfill the purposes of God so that I can become a somebody in order to save many people, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I've seen the horror of hell. I've seen souls go into hell. Having seen that with the burden, I stand as a servant of God here, talking to you, pleading with you today. Do you care? Do you care? Do you care how many people are going? Do you care about the deceptiveness of Satan? Do you care? 
But those who are dying within, before they externally die, they're already dying inside. What are you doing? Are we content where we are? Are we content with the way we live? Are we content with what we have and what we know, with the Christianity we know? Thank you, Jesus. How can we sleep? How can we eat? How can we do what we're doing? If we know that, right now, this moment, many people, like Jehoiakim and his people, are being taken as captives. Their eyes are going to be put out. Wherever they're going to be, in a place where the worm doesn't die, fire is not quenched. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Those who stand to take heed, lest you fall. Never look down on anyone who is in sin. Never put another person down because you think you know better. It's abomination before God. Spiritual pride is an abomination before God. Have a broken heart before God and tell God, Lord, I want to be a broken vessel in your hand so that I can quench the thirst of someone. I give myself over to you, Jesus. I want to be useful, Lord. I don't want to waste away. I don't want to call myself a Christian. I don't want to call myself someone who knows the word. I do anything about those who are going into eternity where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Thank you, Jesus. Purpose in your heart today, Lord, I want to be like Daniel. Whatever you have given to me, I'm going to put it to use. Daniel put to use what God gave to him. And God exalted him. God gave him what he did have after that. You want God to give you supernatural capacities which God gave Daniel. God see you if you're using what natural abilities God has given to you for his glory. Hallelujah. Will you hold on to your integrity? Will you consecrate your life to the Lord and say, Lord, I will not compromise. I will not compromise. I will not compromise at my workplace. I will not compromise in my college. I will not compromise in my school. I will not compromise with the things of the world. I will not fall down, bow down to anything that is ungodly. Thank you, Jesus. If you don't bow down to Jesus, you are bowing down to Satan. If you don't worship him, if you're not loyal to him, you're being loyal to the wicked taskmaster, Satan. Thank you, Jesus. Tell God, Lord, I want to be useful. I want my life to count. I want my life to change. I don't want to live this way anymore as we sang during worship. I don't want to be where I am. I want to surrender to the Lamb. Hallelujah. Tell Jesus. Open your heart and speak to Him at this hour, wherever you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let me be a blessing, Lord. Let me be a blessing, Lord. Let me be a blessing, Lord. Tell the Lord, let me be a blessing, Lord. Let me be a blessing, Lord. What breaks the heart of God should break your heart. I've seen the tears from the eyes of Jesus.
I've seen the tears from the eyes of Jesus. I've heard the screams of people who are being swept away in the flood. Jesus. May God impart that into your hearts at this hour. The weight of eternity. The weight of eternity. Many people are going into the trap. The mouse goes into the trap. Not even knowing where they're going. Not even knowing what they're doing. Yet Christ died for them. Just like he died for you. Christ died for them. Do you care? Do you care? Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tell yourself, Lord, I want to be your hands and feet. I want to consecrate myself, O Lord, as Daniel did. So that I can use what you've given to me. Tell God, Lord, I want to use what you've given to me. I will use what you've given to me, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I will not withhold what you've given to me. That someone can live. Lord, I will use what you've given to me. I'm going to put to use everything that you've given to me, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I will not defile what you've given to me, Lord. Because of fear of men. I will not compromise, Lord. I'll put to use what you've given to me, Jesus. Hallelujah. Is the prophetic word God is giving you today. As Daniel used his natural abilities that God gave him. These were abilities given by God, natural abilities. And he was consecrated to God and he maintained his integrity before God. He passed the test and God gave him supernatural abilities. Hallelujah. The king of Babylon said, this is a man who has the spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this time that you've given to us. I know you've spoken to us, Lord. I pray for your people, each and every precious soul that is here. They're so precious to you, Jesus. I pray that you'll touch them right now. Stir up their spirit, O oh God, in Jesus' name. That their lives, O oh Lord, may be pleasing to you. That their lives, O oh Lord, may count. That they may be found worthy for you. For you to take the talents that you have given to them, invest it into their lives. Put it to use, O oh God, so that they can become a somebody in the lives of many people. Be that light that you want them to be, O oh Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tell the Lord, Lord, breathe upon my life. Breathe upon my life, Jesus. Put your burden, Lord. Put your burden into my heart, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Have the compassion of the Savior. Thank you, Lord. For those who are dying, for those who are lost, for those who are bleeding, for those who are wounded, for those who don't know which way to go, God wants you to be that. The lamp. God wants you to be that. Slime. God wants you to be the guide. Whatever God wants you to be. Use what God has given to you. And be faithful in it. Hallelujah. Be faithful in the natural abilities God has given to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Very clearly, Lord. That divide that happens when you separate those who 
look to you and those who look to themselves, those who purpose in their hearts not to defile themselves, and those who go with the flow, go with the crowd. First group go into a narrow way that leads into a very large place full of joy, yes. exaltation, honor. Yes. The other crowd go from a very broad way, very restricted way that leads to death, yes, loneliness, sorrow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You've given us a way out and escape. Hallelujah. And thank you, Lord, for your truth. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that is through your Son who gave his life on the cross, mm. through his precious blood, we can enter into a new life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you that we have hope. We have a future. Yes, Lord. Lord, every word was piercing, Lord, for anyone who had ears to hear. Because the Spirit of God loves us so much. God, you love us so much. You don't want us to stay in misery or in a false life, a fake life real, genuine life. Thank you, Father, we have testimonies all over this place. For those watching online all over the world who came to a point of decision, a moment of surrender to the Lamb of God. Yes, and everything changed. Hallelujah. Everything changed. All the past full of sorrow and bitterness was wiped away. Yes, Lord. Gave them a brand new path. Thank you, Lord. Brand new life. Lord, and when we come into that life, we can help others. Yes, we don't have to watch ourselves get killed and slaughtered by the devil. Mm. And crowds and crowds of people going the same way, mm. all descending down that terrible descent with a current stronger than the Niagara Falls, pulling people down. And they could have yielded themselves to you and you pulled them up to a place of honor and life. Mm. I thank you that today we've heard clearly... Not only, Lord, are we responsible for our own souls, but I am my brother's keeper. I am my sister's keeper. I'm supposed to stand in the gap for my family to let them know that there is a way out. Hallelujah. We don't have to go down the drain. We can stand above it. We can stand above all of that downward pull. Yes, Lord. Live a life that's worth living. Thank you, Father. I want to ask you, those who are watching online and those who are here, right in this house, if you have never, ever consciously made that decision, I want to surrender my whole life to the Lamb of God who gave His blood for me on the cross, Jesus Christ. If you've never done that and you know God's been speaking to you, there's no pressure, but it's an opportunity. If you want to stand out of the crowd and say, Lord, I'm going with you. Anything you want to do in my life, Lord, here I am. Change me because I know what you did for Daniel and his friends, you can do for me and my family. Hallelujah. If you know that God has been speaking to you and God is true, those watching online, say these words to the Lord and mean it from your heart. Those who are here, if you want a life full of joy, Life full of meaning, purpose, prosperity, real prosperity from the inside out. You can come up here if you're in the sanctuary. Just an opportunity, no pressure. And for those who know the Lord, but you know you weren't walking right. But again today, 
this Sunday, on this last day of this first month of this new year, you have heard again God graciously saying, My child, come back to me. Hallelujah. Do the things you did at first. Let me be your first love. See what I'm going to do with your life. Hallelujah. Both types of people. Those who never surrender to God and those who want to make that commitment. You know what? You can recommit to God every day. It doesn't mean yesterday's commitment was bad. It's just that you are more on fire today than ever. Hallelujah. You know the world is getting dark. It's a dark place. But God says, I want you to shine like the brightest light so people can have hope. They can come to Jesus. Come forward if you will. And those watching online, you want to serve God, live for God. No more pain and sorrow due to living in a faraway land from the Father's house. You're back to the Father's house. Hallelujah. I want to do God's will. Pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, I give you my life. Take my heart, Lord. Every part of my faculties, Lord. My intellect, my heart, my body. I'm giving it all to you today in the name of Jesus. I don't care who says what. I'm going with God. Hallelujah. That's it. I'm making that decision. Once and for all. I want to live for God. I want to do His will. I want His peace, His prosperity, His glory over my life. God, give me a brand new start. I believe that Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross for my sins to wash them all away. And He rose from the dead on the third day. And He lives forever to make good. On his promise to me that I can live forever with him too. Have a brand new life. Father, I thank you for giving me that life today. I'm yours. Thank you, Jesus. And those, for, those of you, for those who know the Lord, and you know that you want to follow God with every ounce of strength you have from this time point, this time forward, and with every ounce of strength, every part of your being, from this point on forward. You say, Lord, my career doesn't matter. Lord, my hobbies don't matter. It doesn't matter who's around me, how many people I know, who I know. The only person that it matters is that I know you, Lord. You are everlasting life, O oh Father. I recommit today to live for you and to serve you for the rest of my days. That before I leave this world, as I heard in the sermon, I want to make a difference, not a temporal difference like the firefly, but an eternal, enduring difference through the life of God in my soul. Father, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to recommit myself, go forward and serve you, and make you glad. I want to be a blessing to you first, oh Father. Blessing to people around me. For this I thank you, in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Don't worry about the snow outside. We're in the house of God. God controls the weather. He can do what the weatherman can't do. Hallelujah. He can keep you safe. Hallelujah. This is your moment to glorify God and say, Lord, I want a brand new life. I want to be like Daniel, not a mediocre life. I don't want the false 
glitter and glamour of this world that causes everybody to go, that goes after that to come down crashing hard. I want to feel good about me. You know why people sin? A lot of times because they don't feel good about themselves. They're scared. They want to be accepted. They want to feel good. God says, I can give you the real life where you can know who you are in me. You can have a free life. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When I ask, ask her if she can lead us, you know, the very song she mentioned, while I was standing back there before she mentioned it, let me be a blessing. Let me be a blessing to you, Lord. Jesus. We can just sing that together. Thank you, Jesus. That's what we want. Hallelujah. Thank, thank you. you thank Jesus. you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Sing this from the heart. God will make you a blessing. Glory be to God. Let it rain upon me, Lord. Let me grow by your side. Yes. Rain upon me, O Lord, your living water. Rain upon me, O Lord, your living water. Rain upon me, O Lord. Straight from heaven, your living water. Let me be your blessing. Let me be your blessing to you. Let me be your blessing. Oh, Father, this is what I Let want. Let me be your blessing. Let me be your blessing to you. Let me be your blessing. 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 Let me be one more time. Let me be a blessing. Let me be your blessing. Let me be your blessing. I want to be a blessing, Lord. To you. The world may be getting dark, but it's sunshine for God's people. That's the truth. Even during the pandemic, many have testified right here in this fellowship. Hallelujah. When the economy was going down, their finances were going up. That's the truth. When people were getting let go and laid off, they were getting promotions. That's the truth. It was happening here and it's still happening. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. When people of the world started getting scared because now they have to live together because they were under lockdown, families right here flourished. Amen. They got Jesus. to know each other Hallelujah. in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, only Jesus. God can do Hallelujah. that. Hallelujah. Amen. Restore love in Hallelujah. the family because Praise Jesus is at the center. He's at the center. Hallelujah. God is going to make you thrive and make you a blessing. Consider the words that you heard today. And go out from this place saying, Father, Amen. I got something today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From your hand. I'm not letting it go. I'm going to see the great things you're going to do in my life and in my family. Faith is an important factor. Amen. Believe the word that you heard. And you're going to see the miracle. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you, his presence, and give you peace. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. 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 Praise God. God bless you all. God bless all of you. Have a blessed day and a blessed week. Bless you.